What's up, everybody? This is Pastor Darren, and this is the Manhood Moment. Going to give you one big idea to help you be a more godly man today in 10 minutes or less. This is episode 41, and today we're talking about catechisms. But before I get into that, I want to invite you to check out our Substack at christendomchronicle.substack.com. There you can get a free subscription and you can access all of the rest of the episodes of this podcast, as well as uh, journals and articles that uh, myself and my wife have written there. So that's christendomchronicle.substack.com. The overwhelming majority of the content is there with a free paid subscription. Just sign up with your email address and it's all right there for free. There are a few things for paid subscribers, which, by the way, if you're a paid subscriber, I'm going to be dropping a another chapter uh, from my book on defying tyrants, uh, Lord willing, tomorrow or the next day. So be on the lookout for that. All right. So that's christendomchronicle.substack.com. If you want to be a paid subscriber, it's just $5 a month. All that money goes to support our family ministry. So uh, appreciate you guys jumping on there and becoming a subscriber. So today we're talking about catechisms. One of the most basic tools of Christian discipleship is the catechism, and it is also one of the least used tools um, today of Christian discipleship. And so there's two ways um, that the catechism is useful, or there's three ways that the catechism is useful. The first way that it's useful is kind of the way that everybody thinks of when they think of a catechism, which is that it's useful for the discipleship of your children. We have a catechism that we use in our home. So a catechism is a question and answer format of teaching doctrines and theology of the faith. That's what a catechism is. So most of you, if you're familiar with like the Westminster Catechism, you know, the first question is, what is the chief end of man? And the answer is to glorify God and enjoy him forever, right? That's the Westminster Catechism. And so um, most people, when they think of a catechism, they think of a discipleship tool to use for children. And we use, we have a catechism in our home that we use to disciple our children. It's called the Catechism for Boys and Girls. Uh, you can download it for free on the internet. It's a kind of an older catechism. It is a Baptistic catechism because we're Baptist. So catechism, the other thing about catechisms is it teaches theology and all catechisms are based on a doctrinal statement. So the Westminster Catechism, of course, is based on the Westminster Confession of Faith. The um, So the, the catechism for boys and girls is a Reformed Baptist catechism, so it's based on the 1689 Confession, and that's the one that we use because that is the doctrine that our family believes. So we have this catechism. It's the Catechism for Boys and Girls. We use it in our family. We also use it in our church. We catechize our children during the worship service every Sunday, which is the second way that catechisms are useful. They're useful to teach theology to children. They're also useful to teach theology to the assembled people of God in the church and so that there's a question and there's an answer who made you god made me what else did god make god made all things why did god make all things god made all things for his own glory and so the, the that's three questions that i just went through right there the catechism includes a series of scripture references that go with the question and answer so as a father when i'm doing family worship with my children one of the things we'll do for extended seasons of time is we'll just go through the catechism and I'll teach my children the questions and the answers. And then throughout the week, so we'll take one question a week, we'll learn the question, we'll learn the answer. And then each time we have family worship, we will look at the scripture references 
that are associated with that catechism question, and we will discuss those scripture references. And so the catechism is extremely useful for the instruction of children, teaching children sound theology. It's, it's useful in that regard. It's useful to use during family worship. I also believe in reading through large sections of the scripture for family worship, so I think you should do that as well. We go back and forth between uh, doing those two things. Actually, we need to have a time here where we go through more uh, reading of scripture because we've been doing the catechism thing for quite quite some time now. But um, I strongly encourage you to use the catechism and the discipleship of your children. And uh, this is the reason partially that we use it at our church as well, at Harmony Baptist Church. We use the catechism for boys and girls during our worship service. We have a, a sermon for the children. We practice family integrated worship, so the children are there in the service with us. We have a, a catechism question answer time for the children, but we're also catechizing the adults while we're doing that. And so it's useful for that as well. The third way that catechisms are useful is the one that most adults don't think of, which is actually what catechisms were originally created for. Catechisms were originally created for the discipleship of all people, adults and children. And so the third thing that a catechism is useful for is for discipling yourself. And there are several catechisms that I would strongly encourage you to take a look at for discipling yourself. My favorite that I like to use is Charles Spurgeon's Catechism, which is just a revision of the Baptist Catechism, which was written by Benjamin Keach, who was a signer of the 1689 London Baptist Confession. So that's the catechism I use. And for certain seasons of time, I will train myself in theology by going through those questions and answers from uh, that catechism. And it's a, it is a tremendous uh, joyful time. Um, there's a lot of good that can be learned. I'm, I'm actually pulling it up right now so that I can run through a couple of the questions and answers with you guys. You can hear them yourself. So this is um, this that I'm getting ready to read from here is Spurgeon's Catechism. And I'll just read through a couple of questions here so that you can kind of get an idea. Spurgeon's Catechism has 82 questions. And so the first question is, what is the chief end of man? And the answer to that question is man's chief end is to glorify God and to enjoy him forever. And there's some scripture reference there, 1 Corinthians 10, 31 and Psalm 73, 25 and 26. Second question is, what rule has God given to direct us how we may glorify and enjoy him? And the answer is the word of God, which is contained in the scriptures of the Old and New Testament, is the only true and direct the only rule, sorry, it's the only rule to direct us how we may glorify God and enjoy Him. Question three, what do the scriptures principally teach? The scriptures principally teach what man is to believe concerning God and what duty God requires of man. And I could keep on going here. There's 88 questions here. Included in these questions is scripture references. So as you're studying the question and the answer, you also can study the scripture as well. Many people would grow tremendously in their understanding of sound doctrine and theology through the use of a catechism. So there's 88 questions there. Um, I do um, the catechism for boys and girls has more like 123 questions, but the Spurgeon catechism has 88 questions. You can take one every few days and you learn the question, you learn the answer, and you look at the passages 
of scripture. And this is a huge opportunity for you to disciple yourself. And so I encourage people. And if you don't want to start with Spurgeon's catechism, I've actually encouraged um, adults that have come to Christ later in their life. Hey, start with the catechism for boys and girls. It's a a catechism for children. But if you're just coming to know the Lord and you're young in your faith, man, start with that catechism for boys and girls, because that's all the same theology uh, that we believe. Now, if you're a Presbyterian, you know, you're not going to use the 1689, uh, the catechisms that are based on the 1689 confession. You're going to use the ones that are based on the uh, Westminster confession. So there's the shorter and the longer catechism. The longer catechism was made for the training of pastors. And uh, the shorter catechism was made for uh, the training of children and for family worship. And so if you're a, uh, if you're a Presbyterian, man, get a hold of that shorter catechism and that longer catechism. Get a hold of that shorter catechism and start using it to disciple your children. If you're Dutch Reformed, uh, then you're going to use the Heidelberg catechism. Heidelberg Catechism is, um, the first question of the Heidelberg Catechism is one of my uh, absolute favorite um, catechism questions and answers. Dutch Reformed uh, folks use these catechism catechism questions and answers as a part of their worship liturgy. But the first question of the Heidelberg Catechism is this, what is our only comfort in life and death? That's the question, and this is the answer. That I am not my own, but belong body and soul in life and death, to my faithful Savior, Jesus Christ. He has fully paid for all of my sins with his precious blood, and he has set me free from the tyranny of the devil. He also watches over me in such a way that not a hair can fall from my head without the will of my Father in heaven. In fact, all things must work together for my salvation. Because I belong to him, Christ, by his Holy Spirit, assures me of eternal life and makes me wholeheartedly willing and ready from now on to live for him. That's the first question and answer of the Heidelberg Catechism. Imagine the tremendous, that catechism has been a tremendous encouragement and joy to me, that question and answer, through some of the things I've been going through recently. So I tend to use the Spurgeon Catechism, but I love all of these catechisms that I've mentioned here so far. So get your hands on a catechism. I'll probably link uh, some catechisms that you can look at yourself in the show notes here. We love to use the catechism and um, we use it for family worship. I use it for my own discipleship and I would strongly encourage you to do the same. Get your hands on a good catechism. God bless brothers.